Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. For the world's greatest surgeons to drive the fastest car ever designed, and nothing can stop him now. David Carradine, Death Race 2000, rated R. You are listening to Movie Sucktastic. And we are back for more pain. He woke me up there. Sorry. We're Hello. here. We're here for the pain. Oh. <laughs> oh, there it is. The slideshow. Yay! Yay! I had to do Welcome it. Welcome to fuck YouTube. Oh my God! They're just taking. Remember that Exotica coverage we did like a decade ago? I remember. They're start. They're taking down those videos. Uh, they're horrible. There's no nudity in those. Horrible. What the hell? Yeah. One of those videos is got us like over a hundred thousand views. Mm hmm. But it was prurient. But they said, uh, um, just so you know, uh, the first offense, you know, it's free. The next one, you could have. Uh, you're suspended. Then the one after that, your channel could be re removed completely. It's like, what? We've had two taken down. Like, seriously now. What the fuck? <sighs> I haven't even contested it. Because... Yeah, if why it's, bother? Well, I mean, if it's in their guidelines to not have anything like that, uh, realistically, we're not winning. What? Who cares? Yeah. I'm done with it. Anyway, <laughs> movie subtastic. Uh, I'm Welcome this close... Yes. I'm this close to when I redesign our website. 
to just host our videos ourselves. Why not? Like seriously. But then again, YouTube's a major source. Oh no, I'll, no, we'll put as many as we can there. But like the videos, there they've taken down. You go to our website and you can see them. Well, I've been thinking about it, and one thing we should do: we need to come up with a uh, uh, something to give our Patreon customers to actually, or supporters who actually customers who actually uh, <laughs> donate money to the cause. And I'm thinking uh, we should start doing those audio commentaries we keep talking about. Yeah, I'm totally on board for that. As a matter of fact, uh, um, I came across, and I know we're reviewing Death Race, but I, I want to get this out quick. Death Race 2000, 1975. Um, I came across the Hawk the Slayer one that we were trying out. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's on my computer, and it's like a five-minute video. And I came across that. It was a test video. It was specifically just to test how it would sound, if we were going to do some audio commentary, if we were going to watch it and just comment on it. And we were pretty damn good. For just a, let's watch five minutes of this and, you know, l let's see what we can do. <laughs> the video ends with my son screaming in the background because this is like years ago. This is like eight years ago. Danny was ma maybe uh, a few months old to mm -hmm. a year old at the most. And I'm like, uh, I got to go. My son's screaming. <laughs> That's how the video ends. But, but no, it's definitely up out there as a possibility. We get, get things rolling. Because one of the things I wanted to do as well is I wanted to do a bad movie day online. online like, in, yeah. invite everybody to it and just chat room, have a watch the movie with us. Just that's what, you know, I want to do in the worst way. And I think we'd have a pretty good turnout. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if we, uh, if once I redo the website, which I'm hoping is going to be soon, we can advertise it there. And we could do it like maybe once a month or once every couple of months. Maybe every quarter, maybe four times a year. Who knows? Yep. Want to totally do that. <clears throat> anyway. But in the meantime. In the meantime. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic, uh, the podcast where movies go to die. Uh, this week we are sure. entrenched in 1975, thanks to Joey, with no. uh, Death Race 2000. That's right. And Scott will challenge me to another film tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, I know he will, and he will either choose to stay in 1975 because it's a new format, or move us to 1976. Now it's our first 1975 film, so more likely than not, we'll be staying here. Yeah, although 1975 is a pretty fucking weak year uh, for oh, films. Oh, really? I think so. I don't <laughs> think, <laughs> dude. I don't think. Listen, I don't think it's as good as 1974. Or Maybe 1973. Not, there are plenty of choice picks for 1975. Oh, yeah. I already have. After you challenge me tonight, if we are staying in 75, I already have a challenge for you. I'm not even I'm not even going to pretend, oh, we might go to 1976. No. I have one from 1975. There is no way we are going to 1976 Without me challenging this to you, there, there are there are two or three choice picks that have to be done before we move on. Of course, have to, but, have to. But we could have stayed in 1975 for for like another four movies if we really wanted to. Right. Mm -hmm. And although I will say this, 75 definitely has some movies uh, where the genre is the same. Oh yeah, well that's what we'll to keep an eye out for. We don't yeah. want to get redundant. I, I already um, know what I think you might be challenging me to. To be honest. Now, 1975's Death Race 2000, Roger Corman um, produced, I believe. Yeah. 
Uh, now, director Paul Bartel, who is the uh, the bald bearded duo with Mary Warrenoff, one of my personal favorites. Thank you, Joey. Yeah, he's always always hanging out with Mary Warrenoff. They, they, they were very close friends. They did a lot of films together. Uh, Paul Bartel uh, actually worked on. I forget. He did another film with. Um, what was it? What the hell was it? I have to look it up again. But he he did a film with Corman, uh, and then but uh, which led to him directing this one. And then after this, uh, Corman refused to bankroll his film Eating Raul. What Jokes a mis- on you, Roger. What a mis- actually, fucking mistake. Yeah, right. It's actually, <laughs> you know, a decent idea. I mean, it's still trash cinema, but great well, of trash course. cinema. Uh, and I can't wait to review that. What is that, 83? 83? I believe so. I don't believe. No, we haven't reviewed that. I know. I've talked about it because I love that movie. Got the soundtrack. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, but Death Race 2000 is, as I repeatedly told my wife while we were watching it, is uh, America under Donald Trump's third term as president. <laughs> Every other thing that happens, like this is death. This I now this, it, I wouldn't even be surprised if we were in the old format. Uh, I have a feeling that we somebody would be challenging each other to probably a Hunger Games movie. Honestly, I would I would say the Death Race, uh, the remake that came out in. Well, um, if we were in the old format, we probably would have did a double feature where we oh, reviewed both. Yeah. But yeah. if we were basing the next challenge off of the existing film, mm-hmm. I think somebody goes Hunger Games. There's just it's so eerily familiar. I mean, it's you know it's survival, but with cars instead of people. Uh, but even like the whole televising it, you know. The one woman death that's game show death. Well, that's you a know. little different, but it's close enough. But it's the same concept. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, televising it. But it's like televising it, and the one announcer that keeps looking in the camera keeps saying, "A friends of mine." It's just like it's friends just so Hunger Games. I mean, Hunger Games must have ripped a little bit the, off of uh, Death Race Two Thousand. The weird, the weird Howard Cosell. Uh, oh, you mean the guy, guy, the guy with no lip, that f- just. An- yeah, it was it was obviously trying to pretend, you know do do a Howard Cosell routine. Yeah, that guy has no upper lip, and mm-hmm. it just every time he cu- he's on screen, and I don't know. I'm assuming the intended reaction was for me to hate him. Um, but no, I don't know what the Howard Cosell guy, the guy that kept addressing the camera. Oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And guess who that is, by the way. Uh, you know what? I know who he is, but I, I was just like, I didn't look him up because I'm like, I know who the fuck this guy is. I recognize the voice. I had to check. The the, the yeah, there he is. That, Perfect what? timing. He's right on. He's on the screen in the slideshow. Yeah. The, the, no he upper is, lip. He, uh, yeah, he is the announcer throughout the, the um the Death Race games. He is Rockin' Ricky from Gremlins. <laughs> oh God, is he really the DJ? Yes, that's Rockin' Ricky. <laughs> Rockin' and that's, Ricky. That's all I know him from. That's all I care. Oh my god! But yeah. basically, we're we're in the future year two. Was it two thousand? I'm assuming yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah, because of the name of the film, and uh, it's the year two thousand, and America is uh, under uh, conservative rule. I guess basically, it's it's a conservative dictator. It's t- Donald Trump third term, <laughs> and and every year the nation rallies around the death race games where they take five drivers. Uh, one of them, the president's personal favorite, Frankenstein, and they they do they do a race across country that involves hitting people for points. Yeah, and, and at one point in the film, they have a point scale, 
uh, <laughs> I actually have <laughs> I have the point scale because I put it in the slideshow. I couldn't <laughs> I, cu I couldn't resist. Yeah, I, I, I did not get to do get around to doing slides, but I will make up for it because I I think I have a 1080p copy of this. Uh, I do as well. Yeah, so I some nice clear shots. I'm I'm gonna make up for that. Uh, so oh, here yeah, we I, go. <laughs> Women I, are ten points. Men are forty points. <laughs> Seniors are a hundred points, and babies are seventy points. Yes. Um, the, the the gradual reveal of the death races I thought was done well. Uh, they don't just come out and explain everything. It's just it is you get bits and pieces as if this is a national event. Right. Um. Uh, they introduce the drivers one at a time to give, and you get an idea of what's going on. Um, the race itself is interspersed with like, uh, I mean, they don't just race nonstop. They actually have checkpoints where they meet up and, and hang out, and it's it's, and so there's a whole counter-revolutionary thing going at the same time. Big, and uh, David Carradine, I mean David Carradine and Sylvester Stallone, in a role that won't surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> Machine Gun Joe Viterbo. <sighs> this this is a year the, before he became famous for uh, where, for Rocky. Where's the sign that says "Welcome, Joe, Joe uh, Machine Gun Joe"? <laughs> we love you, Frankenstein. You want Frankenstein? I'll give you Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> he did his best Rambo right there before he I'm was Rambo. Why are you? I'm winning in the name of hate. I'm winning for hate. <laughs> And he, he gets the machine gun. You want Frankenstein? You got Frankenstein! <laughs> and he starts shooting at the crowd. Yeah, but they don't show any bullets actually hit the crowd, so no. I don't know if it's like blanks or not. Uh, well, judging by the theme of the film, I'm sure it was real bullets. He just was shooting the gun. I, oh, but so this opening sequence takes place at this um, vast stadium that's sparsely populated by an audience. Again, Trump, third year. Third, yeah. third, third, um, third term. term. And behind them is, it's not a matte painting as much as it is a matte sketching. Yeah. It's to, and and my, my wife immediately is like, that's horrible. That is a, that's not even a painting. That's just a matte drawing. <laughs> that's up there. And then when, at one point when they cut, they have a little subway going, but it's just a little green dot. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, there's the, uh, the, um, the fake baby, uh, the ambush, fake baby ambush. Oh yeah! And I love the one guy, the the sensei from uh, from my, uh, Karate Kid. Oh, Martin Cove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, bye bye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hero, the hero. Oh my god! And then what? Because uh, they're all introduced uh, to you, uh, the viewer of the film and the crowd, in the beginning. I mean, you have Robert first Carradine. First, first, we're introduced to Calamity Jane. Right, which is Mary Warrenov, and her sidekick, which is just some some guy. random navigator. Yeah, uh, then we were uh, introduced to was Nero wasn't next, was it? I think it was. Um, thought it was Joe uh, for, uh, for Turbo. Matilda the Hun was the second one. I was thought. Matilda the Hun? Okay. I think it was Matilda the Hun. I don't think uh, I think Stallone was next to last. I think Machine Gun was. Oh, right maybe you're right. Time. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, because um, then they give they gave um. Uh, uh, Matilda the Hun with her uh, guy, um, what was his name? Herman the German, who Herman was the German. 
Uh, yeah, no, I recognize him. That's what's his face. Um, it's Gopher from the Love Boat. Yeah, it was Gopher. Yes, Gopher from the Love Boat is a Nazi. He's, yes, welcome a, to the future. Total totally Nazi. believable. I, you know, and then uh, good night, bud. Machine Gun Joe, and then finally Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Well, Nero the Hero, which is obviously uh, Martin Cove, right? Right. Yeah, he's a sensei from Karate Kid, but. When he gets up, he's like, he's like, get down. My fans love me. Like he's like, he's like Prince Valiant kind of vain in that moment. Like a Caesarish kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's interesting because you know, as he's racing, I you don't ever really get the notion that anyone likes him. <laughs> he was a throwaway character. I mean, yeah. The, the the three main characters are Frankenstein, um, Calamity Jane. And Machine Joe, Machine Gun Joe. I, uh, I, you know, I've lived my entire life with Machine Gun Kelly. I can't, I can't switch to Machine Gun Joe. It's just as hard. <laughs> Gunner Joe, yeah, I could do that. Joe for Turbo. I love that scene later when they're all eating, and no one's using a utensil. <laughs> Specifically, Joe. <laughs> He's just got whipped cream all over his face. Hey, what? How come we don't have an escort? We, 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 hey, hey, how come we don't have an escort? I don't understand. <laughs> I told you to stop playing that fucking song. I told you to stop playing the song. I don't think he, I don't think he yells that much in Rambo. No, I don't. I don't think so. No. Oh, I, I, I speaking of Stallone, I just recently got a um uh, a um up, upgraded copy or what do they call it a. Remastered, like a remastered copy of a uh, lockup. Oh God, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize that that was available. Yeah, that's available. I am gonna write that down. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm going to. Fr- I don't even think I have it. Oh, I have it. I've I had don't. It, but I saw that in a fucking movie theater. Oh, I don't think I did. I did. I don't think. I think I don't think I saw many. I, Unfortunately, I think the the one film I saw of Stallone's in the theater, the two ones I remember seeing were uh, Rocky IV and... uh, I saw Lock Up in a theater. In the future one. I saw Over the Top in a movie theater. No, I saw the bad ones. I saw saw Rocky Over the Top isn't a bad one? I saw... No, no, no. <laughs> Let me get to my list. Rocky Four. Okay. Um, Judge I saw that Dredd, in the theater. I saw in the theater. I did not see Judge Dredd. And um, the one with... Uh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man I saw in a the theater. <laughs> I saw... Uh. See, my parents, and I've mentioned this several times uh, on the show, uh, we grew up in a very European household. Uh, my, that's the only way my parents knew how to do it. So that's how my household was run. So when it came to things like movies with nudity and violence and things like that, it was really no big deal. So I grew up, I went to the theater to see Rambo 2. I saw Rambo 3. I saw Over the Top. I saw Lock Up. I saw all of those movies, especially the the ones that were rated R with the tons of violence. Um, And it was just the way it was. I saw Predator. I mean, he wasn't in that, but just to give you an idea of, what my parents allowed me to watch <laughs> so yeah oh i saw cobra in a movie theater as well that i think i saw on cable or rental so yeah craziness absolute craziness 
So the country uh, is glued to their sets watching the, the death race. Uh, and it's basically, it's a part of the American way at this point. Mm-hmm. And the the America pub- demands death race. Yeah, and it, it's really a, like it's really no holds barred because they, they do say at, w- at one point when they're doing the point system that if you hit a baby, it's worth uh, like seventy points. And it's like, yeah, hit a baby. It's, it's all good. Hey, hey, <laughs> they had it coming. Yeah. Well, now for a low budget film, interesting ideas. One of them was that. Because there's a point system and they can hit people. And I'm wondering if this was intended originally or if it evolved from the idea that how do you explain like uh, this national race that's, that's everyone loves, but but having like empty highways and desolate landscapes where these people are driving. Right. Simple. Everyone's afraid to be out there because they'll run you over. Especially when the race is happening. Yeah. So that was an interesting way to keep it low budget while still trying to portray... A, uh, I just think it's cool, interesting. Yeah, and if there wasn't a remake of Death Race, this would be one of those films where we would say, "Shit, this movie needs a fucking remake." Yeah, and they yeah. actually did it. And well, you know who should do the remake with Joe, uh, uh, Verhoeven? Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, like do a RoboCop type. The only thing this movie's really missing is the like the fake advertisements. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, another thing it reminds me, uh, reminds you of, unavoidably, is Running Man, the American Running Man. The, the movie, not the book, obviously. Uh, yes. Uh, and and I mean the whole, it's like a reality movie kind of thing. It's a rate. I mean, it, the, it's not far fetched. It really isn't. Uh, Especially, I'd almost dare to say ahead of its time when it came out. Uh, you know, it's 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 not only not far fetched, but if you consider it the third term of Trump. Very possible. <laughs> Very possible. Well, we would have to get to a second term first, and hopefully that doesn't happen. But that is don't, a don't even, different don't even, don't even podcast don't even. altogether. I'll start, I'll start crying right now. <laughs> it won't be pretty. Scott will strangle a baby. Oh, to, no, no, I will not. Well, to well, not well, have a second term. Why would you say that? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you say that? Because <laughs> it's funny. What baby? I don't know what baby. A, a does it matter? Baby we're talk- well, yeah, it does. It really does. does I mean, it? They, yeah. That comes okay. into play there. All right. Bye-bye, baby. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sweep the leg. <laughs> yeah, right. Is there a problem? Yeah. No sensei. <laughs> The the Karate Kid TV show that came back to the YouTube uh, to YouTube Red or whatever uh-huh. it's called, I haven't watched any of it yet. I hear he's in season two. I watched the first episode and I was like, ah, ten years ago I would have been interested in this. <laughs> Give a shit now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh... it's one of the TV shows I lost when I lost my external hard drive, and I just never bothered to go get it again. Uh, yeah. Man. Uh. <laughs> so there's just so many like l- things in this movie like after they they complete the first leg of the race they all go back and they're pampered and they're having naked massages oh yeah <laughs> like ass out naked massage like everybody except for and, stallone 
Stallone said, eh, I gotta have a towel on my ass. Right. Like, for whatever reason, like, he knew he was gonna be famous or something. Now, Mary Warrenoff was a Walhar, Walhar girl. Warhol. Warhol girl. So, you know, she was ready to fight. You know, she's like, wrestling, let's do it now. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not having no problem with this. Although she did cover up her boobies with her hair, though. Mm. The girl she was interacting with didn't give a shit. No. Boobs well, out. Well, that's because Mary, Mary's classy. Super classy. Yes, man. Very, she's, very uh, naturally, one, naturally pardon? pretty in this movie. She is one. What do you mean? As opposed to what movie? She's always. She is a tall glass of awesomeness. Oh, she. I will well, hear. I know. I'm just saying. She's. This is the youngest I think I've ever seen her in a movie. Okay. All right. And. That's all I'm getting at. I don't know what you're applying. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm saying. You're gonna call Mary and you know wrap me out or something. I'm, I'm just saying she, she always was beautiful and always will be beautiful. And let's just stop right there. <laughs> okay. Oh my God! It's like I insulted your mother. Just, just let's just dial it back. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> leave Mary out of it. I, I, I'm gonna leave her out of it. I, 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 I honestly, this movie what loses one star for for uh, taking her out. They took her out a little too quick. Yeah. Well, actually, no. She was like what? Uh, the third. One of third the last. Go. The last three. The middle one. There's only five of them. So. Yeah, it was uh, Frankenstein. Joe for Turbo and her. Right. Yeah. And now, when uh, she comes over, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but when she comes over and she's like, listen, you know, I just want to wish you luck and, you know, uh, good luck out there and all that. And she's like very nice about it. And I'm like, something must be up. <laughs> and nothing was up. No. No, she was an honest. She, they just she take her out in the next two minutes. They made her a likable character, and that's probably Paul's doing. It's Mary Warrenov. How do you not? Well, I mean, she was not not a hateable character in the film at all, but right. the fact that she went up and was polite to both and said, "Listen, you know, no matter what happens, good luck," and then they kill her. <laughs> they made her the most likable character in the movie at that point. Horrible. Nobody runs over my navigator and gets away with it. Right. <laughs> Now, now, they were called navigators, right? Yes, they were navigators. Okay. Um, and that's something they kept in the remake too. Yes. That they were all uh, women, or because in this they were all the opposite sex. Yes. Because uh, you did have women drivers, but you didn't have that in the remake because it was a prison. Um, I don't. I'm pretty sure there weren't any female drivers in the remake. It's been a while since I watched it. I don't believe there were female prisoners, though. At least one. Yeah, they were the navigators, but I don't think there were any female drivers. I don't believe so. Yeah, me, me neither. I'm, I'm leaning towards that. Um, look it up real quick. Now, the, the lead is Frankenstein, played by... David Carradine. Uh, John Carradine. David Carradine. Yeah. I'm sorry, David Carradine. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, not not the gnarled hands one, the hanging in the closet one. Right. Ouch. And, uh, wow. So, he, he it's true. He plays the enigmatic Frankenstein who has a mask, but it's revealed early on that the uh, um, that Frankenstein isn't really who he says he it's is. It's all a farce. It's a, new, it's, it's a new person every year, and they pretend all these ailments and everything, um, uh, which they kept for Frankenstein in the uh, the remake too, which I thought was cool. And um, so we follow him, and there's that the whole subplot with the uh, I guess like union workers. Yeah, 
trying to stop all this and bring back freedom to the government uh, because it's be- now become like a, a democratic dictatorship. <laughs> Trump third term. And they, uh, so you eventually figure, you know, there's all these like, it's, there's the lame, uh, there's the whole lame, uh, uh, who's, who's backstabbing who, and you know, double faced nonsense and, and, um, the hand grenade. Did you know that they made a death race too? Yes. That went straight to video. Uh huh. That's why I'm not even mentioning it. Oh God. I didn't even know that that happened. Mm-hmm. That's right. And in the original remake, not the original, but the remake of Death Race, the guy that uh, the guy that plays List, I'm looking at it, the Frederick Kohler, he's that mm-hmm. little kid from Mr. Mom. Oh, okay. Not the kid with the whoopee, the the other brother. Right. The one right. where he's the making younger, the, he's making chili and he's one. like, it's a jungle out there. <laughs> that kid. That's the kid from Mr. Bob. All grown up. Very creepy. He's got the same birthday as me, which makes it creepier. Anyway. 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 <laughs> we also got a, for our uh, Patreon uh, subscribers, donators, uh, we probably should put together that drinking game. Yeah, that's a good idea. We can make the drinking game ourselves. Uh-huh. We and, could just drink. Well, we could do that, too. I came for that. <laughs> Hoy. I'm tired. I, I am t- I, I'm especially tired this week. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And uh, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting dystopian film. Like I said, like, like we already said, it has a lot of the links to the other films beyond it. They have the whole idea of uh, death as entertainment for American crowds. It's not a new concept. I don't even think nope. it was a new concept when Death Race 2000 came out. Um, for me, yeah, the highlight. I think the, I think they did a little something in the Twilight Zone, something similar. Probably. I mean, again, it's it's the the um, you know it's it, bread you know uh, the the fucking Colosseum and you know Christians to the lions, whatever. It, it's it's an old old story that of the bloodlust of the masses, and it, except in this we have weird wh- wh- as as Holly put it, this is the wacky races of the Armageddon. <laughs> All they were mis- missing was Dick Dastardly and, and like Yogi Bear. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all it is. Like the, the Frankenstein car looks like a giant lizard. Uh, Machine Gun Joe's has a giant knife on the front. Yep. I, the the Nazi one. What did the Nazi one look like? I just had like a swastika on it, didn't it? Is that all it had? With, I, it, with, it, uh, it, and Frankenstein's ha- had teeth. Yeah, it had teeth and it was like it looked like a lizard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do, do you remember the hand grenade? I remember the hand grenade. Oh, I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> so okay, all, all right, there, Bob, or Bob. And, I'm and calling I, him Robert Carradine. Uh, John, no, David. John, David Carradine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and honestly, the, the, this film actually ends the way. I would like Trump's third term to end with him being run over by a naked David Carradine. <laughs> Do we have to listen to this, Frank? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. President Frankenstein. Oh. Oh, 
my god, I'm so sorry. That's all right. I mean, I don't have much more to add. I mean, no, it just—it's one of those movies where it's—it's it's very, it's very fluff. It is a lot of fluff. It's it, you know, it, it's low budget. It's, it's padded, um, and it's got that weird. It actually has that kind of weird Italian feel from that time period, like the Tenth Victim, or uh, or um, uh, what's his name with the mask? Uh, oh uh, fuck. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, and oh, I don't have it, but I know what you're talking about. Diabolique. 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 It's, it really has that kind of it, that, that that weird Italian. I, if I didn't know it was Paul Bartel, I would swear it's an Italian director. Although Diabolique, that was French, right? European. Yeah, it's European. Diabolic. Not Diabolique. Diabolic. Diabolic. With a K. Not Diabolique. That's a different film. Oh. Oh. Diabolic with a K. Yeah, that makes Diabolic. more that makes more sense because <laughs> I've seen both. <laughs> yeah. he, he was like the James Bond of uh, yeah. of uh, heist of uh, gold robbers. That, yeah, right. Yeah. But this has that kind of feel, like the tenth victim or Diabolic, and it like especially like the scenes like where uh, David Carradine's dancing with her in his, in his like leather underwear. <laughs> I have a gif. Uh, of that scene, say, do you like to dance? <laughs> I have that in this slideshow. Yeah, it's just, uh, like it, it's got that feel to it, and it's surprising that it's not. It's really an, an American creation. Yeah. But in that time period, you know, these are, these were, you know, Paul Bartel, Roger Corman, these are people that were influenced by these kind of low budget films. Sure. Uh, and, and Paul Bartel, especially because he was definitely part of the, uh, the underground trash cinema of the 80s going full circle absolutely i mean i mean you, got, you gotta remember we're only five years out from the 80s when this yeah. movie came out so it yeah definitely resonated with that quite a bit mm -hmm. so I, mean, is this, I don't have much else to say no i mean there really isn't much else to say we've kind of yeah, kind of covered for, it all go for from the um uh from the love boat as a nazi and we, what more do you need? And we, um, we've covered everyone that's in, important in the movie, as far as it's like Paul Bartel and Mary Warnoff, Stallone, obviously Carradine. Um, everyone that's notable in the film, where it's like, oh, it's got this guy. Oh, it's got this actress. Oh, it's got this guy. We did it. The list isn't too long, but we did no. it. Is there anyone we might have missed? I don't uh, think so. Dick Miller's actually in the film. Where? I didn't he's, know. He's one of the he's one of the chicken gang guys. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I didn't either. But he's in there. Well, makes sense. He's a Corman guy. Exactly. You know, it's your typical Corman stuff. Um, I think this is a film that gets mentioned a lot, but I don't think it's actually been watched as much as it's been mentioned. And, and I, I think Stallone. <laughs> John uh, Landis was in it as a mechanic. I, I believe that. Just before he was, you know, killing people with helicopters. <laughs> he had it coming. Oh, poor Vic. Ah, Vic. <laughs> Vic Morrow knew what he was getting himself into. Did he? No. No. Not at all. Neither it, the, the it's kids. crazy. You ever watch footage of that? Yes. There, if you get... If you freeze frame it, you can see the head. 
yeah, that's the, that's where I was going to go next. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal your No, thing. no, it's okay. It's like the, there are some YouTube videos and there are some websites where they do frame for frame and slow it down and whole oh, fuck poor Vic. Oh, yeah. No, but I, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Probably didn't feel a thing. Uh, he... <laughs> for what, Just a be- nanosecond? Before uh, it's long enough. Before uh, the internet and everything, I, I had a videotape, cassette tape, like v, you know, like, like VHS. Bootleg, yeah. Uh, that I had that on it, and I had the uh, the Bud Dwyer suicide and Bud all Dwyer. that happy. Horse Stand shit. back! Yeah. This is dangerous stuff Stand here. <laughs> <laughs> bud, oh bud! You can watch nice that. Shot. You can watch that on YouTube. Still, they take oh. our video down because some yeah. girl's ass cheeks. You know, she has a thong on. But you can watch Bud Dwyer put a bullet in his fucking head. Yeah. Um, parents' stupid. Guide. I don't so even want to read the Parents' Guide. I'm not sure. All right, let's go on the Parents' Guide, and we'll rate it, and then you give me a challenge. Um, I'm not. I don't want to. Uh, all I just saw was music can be intense at times. I can't go any further. Stop. I'm sorry. What? Stop. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm done. Uh, what do you want to rate uh, Death Race 2000? All right, it's currently sitting at a wow. I'm actually surprised it's this high, 6.2. Mm. But I mean, I wouldn't go. I mean, I could go six on this, but I wouldn't go lower than a five. Normally, I would go five, but uh, I thought Stallone put in a stellar performance, <laughs> and Mary Warrenoff. Yeah, it's getting a six. It's got Mary Warrenoff in it. Yeah, six. Six. There you go. Yeah, only the only film Mary Warrenoff's in that doesn't get a six. Is House of the Fucking Devil. <laughs> that gets a three for besmirching the good name of Mary Warrenoff. That is true. They Fuck waste- you, Ty West. <laughs> they wasted that one. All right. So, uh, real quick. This is a short episode. Um, yeah. I'm going to give you your, your challenge for uh, next episode, which will be in two weeks, because I will be traveling cross-country. That's right. Scott will be here in my house at some point. Yes. Oh, yeah. And we will we will not be recording. No, fuck that. I'm on vacation, goddamn. We're, we're going to be doing um, plenty of other things. So, so uh, obviously, we're going to stay in 1975. Obviously. And and I am challenging you. This is my revenge for Flesh Gordon. Okay. Now. Hmm. Can I make a guess? Like before you yes. even give me a hint. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, okay. Can I ask a question first? Yes. Is it in the Flesh Gordon vein where it has uh, strong sexual content, things like that? Perhaps. Oh, then that ruins my guess. What was what was your guess? Well, I mean, I think at some point it's we're gonna review Rollerball. I was thinking it might have been that. I was almost gonna do that. It was almost because it even it's like a sports kind of thing. Right. It's got that, but I think it's much more important to pay you back for the Flesh Gordon. Okay. Uh, and that's why the next episode we will re- be reviewing the Russ Meyer film Super Vixens. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> Easy. Oh, 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 that's not the reaction I wanted. Uh, what year was Mondo Topless? I have no idea. Because that's a documentary. I'm proud to say I don't know. I want to say Mondo Topless think. might actually be before we started, in, uh, you know, before 73. I don't even recognize the name of the film. You've never seen Mondo Topless? No. It's on my Plex. Go watch it. 1966. Ah, that's why. That's why. 
But Mondo Topless is a documentary about strippers. Okay. And uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. I wonder how Russ Meyer got his start. Do oh, wait. <laughs> Fucking Russ Meyer. All I want is... As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the, the radio opening to uh, the opening Anthony show... Uh-huh. Where you got the guy, he's saying, uh, what is he saying? He's like, enough of this palaver. You know, that that guy. You remember the opening of that radio show? It's uh -huh. like, enough of this palaver. Let's get to the whatever. That's Russ Meyer from Mondo Topless. Now, um, just as far as like uh, the, 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 the Russ Meyer, um, I now, guess. Uh, now, Mondo Topless is a documentary. Right, but Super but Vixens it, is a movie, right? But, but yeah, it, it is a movie. But but in like in, in, as far as like the uh, Russ Meyer oeuvre, uh, it's later in the um, it's later in that series. Like because like Faster Pussycat Kill Kill is still in the sixties. Right. Um, I mean, more you know, most of his films that people remind remember him Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, nineteen seventy. Right. So we're we're getting into the late seventies with. Uh, Super Vixens, and it's, uh, and I, I think it's all downhill from there. Actually, I yeah. think Super Vixens and maybe up uh, beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens. At that point, it's all just downhill. I mean, huh. the, 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 I'm looking at a poster for Up, and oh, Russ, that is a penis. <laughs> the font, the is. font that they use in Up, it's like it's a penis. Well, yeah. Super but, uh, Vixens. There could be... Uh, now, Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens, I think, is the only one I actually saw. Uh, as I, I was I've actually Mondo. only ever seen Mondo Topless. Really? Yeah. Oh, Faster Pussycat Kill Kills. Definitely a must-see. Um, but, uh, I, again, I'm only doing this to get back at you. So, I don't know. Obviously. Gonna, yeah, obviously, probably backfiring on me already. Can uh, is this film acquirable? Yes, I have a copy. You do. All right. So worst case, I can watch it off of your Plex. You'll you'll be able to find it. it it's it's uh. <laughs> Charles Charles Napier is in fucking Super Vixens. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't wait to see like a twenty-something, thirty-something, like late twenties, early thirties Charles Napier. He's dead, right? Uh, he better be. I think he's fucking dead. Oh, Charles. Oh, yeah. He died eight years ago. He was only 75. What the Christ. Ooh. You could tell he was dying or getting old when he did that movie, um... The Goods, Live Hard, Live Hard, Sell Hard, where they were they, where they sold cars and shit. Oh, I don't even remember him in that. I, yeah, I saw he that was movie. he was very old looking and very thin, and you could tell he had dentures. That was a that was a um, Ron Popeil movie. Uh, yeah. Set it and forget it. That's it. <laughs> Ron Popeil. What was that? Um. Hey, but what you call super vixens? He calls home. Nice. I gotta. Is that Blu-ray? Is the Blu-ray of that out? Of Super Vixens? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. No. Really? I don't believe so. I have to look that up. All right, we're done. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm on board with a 45-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're due. I'm yes. exhausted. I think last week uh, we went two hours. Yeah, but I, I, that was uh, there was a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's wrap this up. All right, let's do that. All right, everybody. As always, thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Movie Sectastic, episode three, oh. 309. Uh, we will be doing a 10th anniversary episode sometime in October, possibly November. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what we're doing with it yet, but I have a feeling we'll we'll have like clips. I'm going to be putting together clips of my favorite moments from the show. Scott will probably do the same thing. Uh, so please, you know, email us and, and send us voicemail and make sure we got something to play on the show because it's 10 fucking years. It's, if it's not an achievement for anyone but ourselves, it's still a fucking achievement. We've been doing this shit for 10 yeah. years. 10 years. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Come hang out with us live every Thursday at 8 o'clock and hang out with us while we review a film. Also, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Go to our iTunes page, and you can listen to the show or uh, download it there as well. You can leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, the number is 908-514-4470. And if you want to download the 100% free Android app, please do so. Everything I said is in there. It's 100% free. You should absolutely get it. It is 100% beneficial to your listening pleasure. Um, and that's about it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Where, where's the sign? What machine gun Joe? Bye bye, baby. I told you to stop playing that music. <laughs> there was an expletive in there, but. That sounded good, too. I got two words for that. Bullshit. <laughs> so many good lines from Stallone. <laughs> he's so happy He's fa- he got famous the following year because I don't think he could do more, you know, yeah, right? shit like that movie. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.